0: I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Michael Popak. This is a legal AF hot take. You get both of us because quite an unusual scene in the Washington, D.C. federal courthouse today where a Trump-appointed judge from 2017, now a district court judge, federal judge, Trevor McFadden, summoned the lawyers from special counsel Jack Smith's team While Judge McFadden was involved in a sentencing of other January Sixers, we've kind of gotten to the bottom of this. Michael Popak, break down what happened here and Trevor McFadden seems to have just been being a total and complete jerk here just for the sake of being it. And, and I hope he's not going to be the judge ultimately who's assigned the case ultimately when special counsel Jack Smith's indict. So why did he say he brought U.S. Marshals to summon Jack Smith's team to his courthouse? What happened? You know, when
1: when when young, you have a bad combination here. You've got a very young federal judge. He's 45. He was appointed by Donald Trump. He used to work in the Department of Justice. And at one point in his life, he was a cop. Put all that together, and it makes for a kind of surly temperament that Trevor McFadden has shown time and time again when he's ever up with the department of justice in front of him especially anything that relates to Jan 6th he's the only federal judge that is completely unreliable no strike that he's reliable in all of the sentencing of Jan 6th defendants he gives them the lowest number that he possibly can give them he chastises the department of justice regularly for for seeking higher sentences than even than than he wants to give them he's let uh john six people who have been uh uh convicted of trespassing he's let them go with probation when he's handled uh trials as a bench trial where he's the judge and there's no jury he's let a couple of them off completely he is the only judge among those in the dc uh, circuit court who regularly is a is a uh is a thorn in the side of the department of justice he, it, let's put it this way he's no Amit Mehta he's no Amy Berman Jackson I can I, we could we could spend all afternoon talking about the judges that'll just be perfectly fine when Donald Trump is indicted later this week but Trevor McFadden is not one of them and he showed his true colors just today on something completely unrelated we didn't know getting up this morning that we were going to do a hot take together about Trevor McFadden because we didn't know he was going to p- try to pull rank and you know he already suffers from Black robe disease. Most, a lot of federal judges do, but he has a, a, a nasty case of it uh, and berates people left and right. And he didn't like the fact that the Department of Justice held up a defense lawyer. And everyone's going to say, oh my God, that guy again, Stan Woodward, who's the lawyer. the the MAGA PAC lawyer, the the Save America PAC Trump paid lawyer for Walt Nauta in Mar-a-Lago, when he's not doing that, has a cottage industry, um, uh, which a lot of there's about six or eight lawyers that do this that represent Jan Six people. He's got like a half a dozen or a dozen Jan Six defendants that he defends. One of his defendants uh, was actually had a bench trial in front of McFadden and lost and was being sentenced today at two o'clock. Okay. Well, at the same time or earlier that earlier in the in the afternoon, earlier or later in the morning before the two o'clock hearing, because usually there's a lunch break. um, Woodward was down the hall in the hallway because he's not allowed in the grand jury room, because one of his other clients was in the grand jury room with Tom Wyndham, who's the lead prosecutor for the grand juries, giving testimony. Testimony we now understand for Stan Woodward, who revealed it, even though there's supposed to be secrecy around the grand jury about executive privilege. But again, to be clear, from when people read this in Politico and other places, uh, Stan Woodward is not allowed into the grand jury room. It's the prosecutor, the, uh, there's usually a supervising judge, the uh, the grand jury, court reporters, and, and courtroom personnel, but the lawyer for the witness is not allowed in. He can wait in the hallway, but he's not allowed in. Well, he waited in the hallway, and it took another, I don't know, it took him until 2.15, 2.18 to finish with his client, in the grand jury, and then run down the hallway to go, to go uh, hook up with a waiting, pissed off Trevor McFadden. Well, Judge McFadden was so pissed off that he had to wait 20 minutes, okay? And, and I don't know if anybody got him a note. All Stan Woodward had to do was let the bailiff know that he's down in the grand jury room because he's got a witness there so the judge isn't pissed off. But for all we know, Stan Stan Woodward, who, who likes to poke the Department of Justice as well, didn't do that, showed up late, and the judge said, where were you? Stan Woodward said I was down the hall grand jury got a witness with, with you know with the Department of Justice and I had to wait in the hallway until he came out because it was important and he said get the get get the Department of Justice down here get and, and the, the, the courtroom of personnel as the reporting was was like sorry judge like get get stop the proceedings at the grand jury now let's stop right there this judge okay is not the supervisor of the of all grand jury activity that is Chief judge Jeb Bosberg. He didn't go to Jeb Boesburg and say, I got a problem with your grand jury. I got a problem with your Department of Justice down there. They're late for 20 minutes for a sentencing. He just took it upon himself to call Tom Windham, make him stop in the middle of examination of a witness in front of a grand jury. He had to stop what he was doing, come down the hallway, and stand in front of the judge to be chastised, which they did off the record. With a kind of a blur, we—it's a—it's a machine that makes white noise, so that the court reporter, the court reporter can hear hear it, and she's taking it down. But nobody else in the courtroom can hear it. And the reporting is it was quite animated between the two of them. Ben, what the heck is going on with McFadden? He's—he's he's obviously trying out to be the judge for Trump when he's indicted later this week. Let's stop cutting down trees to make toilet paper. It's true, humans are cutting down tens of thousands every day just to supply the American need for toilet paper. And the worst part is that when we use trees for toilet paper, it's just one use and done. It obviously can't be recycled or reused, so it just goes straight into our water system. That's why I made the switch to real paper. Real is 100% bamboo. So we're using a plant that grows fast, can be harvested and regenerated like grass on a lawn and it doesn't impact entire ecosystems of forests. Reel is the best kind of eco-friendly product because it doesn't feel like you're sacrificing something to help the earth. In fact, it feels like an upgrade. It's always shipped free to my door in plastic-free packaging, and I can schedule it on a subscription so that it comes exactly when I need it, and I never have to worry about forgetting to buy any at the store. Reel is now partnered with One Tree Planted. With every box of Reel that you buy, They are funding reforestation efforts across the country. So unlike the other TP that cuts down trees, Real is helping to actively plant them. I'm thrilled to have Real Paper as a sponsor to align my eco goals with a product that nature makes me use every day and to avoid further impact on the planet. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping in 100% recyclable plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash legal AF, and sign up for a subscription using code LEGALAF at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash LEGALAF or enter promo code LEGALAF to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's make a change for good this year and switch to real paper. Real is paper for the planet.
0: So let me add to that a little bit. And obviously, McFadden is, to your point, you know, pulling rank, acting completely narcissistic. This is not the temperament at all that you want in a judge acting very emotional. What a very bizarre display. Here's what we know was going down today. Um, A former White House aide by the name of William Russell was the individual testifying before the grand jury. That news broke earlier in the day. So putting one and one together and getting to Stanley Woodward saying that he was representing a uh, former Trump White House aide who was making a claim of executive privilege, we believe that person to be William Russell. And Russell now again works for Trump's presidential campaign, by the way, There are no legitimate executive privilege objections to be made. So the fact that Woodward said he was standing there to make executive privilege objections by itself is completely frivolous, in my view, as you mentioned, Popak. Woodward is not allowed into the grand jury room to begin with. So it's not like he's there making objections. That's not the way a grand jury works. He's not permitted to be in that room. But in any event, the DC Circuit Court of Appeals has held over and over again, both with the new presiding judge, Jeb Bosberg, and before that, Judge Beryl Howell, that there is no legitimate executive privilege claim here that Donald Trump can assert or that his former aides can assert. They've We've all lost that now, what, three dozen times? There is no legitimate executive proof. So the fact that that's why he was saying he was out in the hallway, no, I believe Stanley Woodward kind of tried to put this whole thing in motion in order to get this result and was intentionally late, in my view, to try to trigger this thing uh, fr- from, from happening or trigger it to happen. Now, the DOJ, they're not before the Trump-appointed Judge Trevor McFadden right now, they're in a grand jury proceeding. They are on their own schedule right now, right, presenting evidence before a grand jury. Whether that goes 10 minutes over, 20 minutes over, I get if the DOJ is before Trevor McFadden, the judge, and they cause a delay while they're in front of him, a judge could get mad. Even if they were before him, that's an odd way to act. He sent the U.S. Marshals to go after Special Counsel Jack Smith team and summon them to bring them, it seems fine. Just to I don't know, maybe tell the clerk, hey, can you reach out there or call somebody at the Special Counsel's office to let them know. So this whole thing was a stunt uh, to begin with. But Special Counsel Jack Smith team—they don't work for Judge McFadden. So Judge McFadden created this scene. He knew that media was going to be present at this sentencing. It was a high-profile sentencing. It was a bench trial before. For Judge McFadden, um, who was convicted before Judge McFadden. So, to be fair, McFadden found this individual, Frederico Klein, guilty. Frederico Klein worked in the State Department during the Trump administration and was a January 6th insurrectionist. But ultimately, what McFadden does with these is, is has very kind of minimal sentencing uh, for them. Uh, but that Stanley Woodward was both representing the insurrectionist who was found guilty, who was now being sentenced, and uh, the Trump a former employee who was before the grand jury. Woodward also represents, uh, to your point, dozens and dozens of other um, people in Trump's orbit paid for um, by the PAC. And so this whole thing felt very contrived. The the judge called ultimately Thomas Wyndham, who's one of Special Counsel Jack Smith's top prosecutors on the Special Counsel's team, went there. Everything the proceedings were under seal. but you know, again, just to, to my point that I said, like, that's not judicial temperament that you want. That is a judge acting completely erratic. And to your point, it's a it's a forty five year old Trump appointed judge. Who is trying to prove a point and then, you know, he makes that horrific, he makes this horrific statement in open court. Accusing, and he was saying it tongue in cheek, but it's not a funny joke. Accusing Special Counsel Jack Smith's team of, of obstructing his official proceeding, because one of the things that the DOJ has been charging insurrectionists with is obstruction of an official proceeding. So um, Judge Trevor McFadden, accused, you know, basically said, "Now they are obstructing an official proceeding," and this is also one of the things that the January sixth insurrectionists and the MAGA Republicans. Kind of repeat frequently and basically say, so was that an insurrection? You know, and and make light of these very very serious events. And so, well,
1: well I, on, before you leave that point, he he didn't say tongue in cheek. Suggest he did it with humor. He didn't. He's he's didn't do it with humor. He said, now that's an example of interfering with an official proceeding. The fact that you're late in my courtroom for this, for this. He also, by the way, you just let's not leave Federico Klein for a minute. He's letting him out. Uh, against the Department of Justices uh, uh, over their objections until he is sentenced in November, despite convicting him of a series of felonies and misdemeanors. He also did not agree with the Department of Justice in the bench trial that uh, that he should be given a, a weapons charge. Um, and so wherever he can find ways to bend over backwards to help the Jan 6th uh, defendants, And this is the same, he will. And this is the same guy who a year ago raised a lot of eyebrows when he chastised the Department of Justice for coming into his courtroom and recommending sentences that he thought, and charges that he thought were out of whack compared to what they did for Black Lives Matter or what they did for other non-violent protesters. He tried to compare it to, well, for the guy that stood up behind the Kavanaugh and the Kavanaugh you know, confirmation hearing, holding a sign and putting tape on his mouth, you only recommend. Acts in here for the guy that broke into the Capitol, you know, and and uh, and trespassed and did other nasty things. You're recommending more, yeah, because they're not comparable. But to Trevor McFadden. It's all comparable, right? Because the the Black Lives Matter, you, this is back to your point, Ben, about the MAGA, Black Lives Matter was riots and burning down cities all around America, which is basically untrue. There was looting that was going on behind peaceful protests, having one not having anything to do with the other, but to McFadden and his worldview. So look, that's what happened today. I'm sure there's more detail we can provide. The thing that worries me is let me make two things clear. One, he's not the judge yet for the, once uh, Trump is indicted later this week or early next week, there will be a judge assigned. He is one of many, most of which we're fine with. He is the cannon-like <laughs> tr- trial judge. And we are, you know, biting our fingernails, hoping that that wheel doesn't spin and land on Trevor McFadden, because yes, that would be a pro-Trump move.
0: Would be not great, let's just put it (laughs) that way, it would be terrible. Um, uh, but you know, let's we'll follow that. That's why it's important that you follow these breaking news updates because they all build on top of each other. There's a lot of pro democracy judges in Washington, DC, there's Trump appointees who are like Trevor McFadden, so. That's the importance of elections, folks. And, uh, you know, we're never going to sugarcoat it here. We're going to tell you how it is. And the way Judge McFadden acted today is certainly not the judicial temperament we support here at the Midas Touch uh, Network and on Legal AF. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Hit subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to Legal AF wherever you get podcasts. Search Legal AF. Hit subscribe. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, colleagues, neighbors, anybody you know about the show. See you next time. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report. Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.